day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. It is a beautiful day. It's a day to thank God for the gift of life. It's a day to be alive and to be fully here with one another. There's something about life that calls forth the need to be connected. To be connected with others. Be they in the same family. Be they with friends, be they in church family, be they in a neighborhood, a community, be they at work, whatever relationship or place we find ourselves, there's a need to be connected with other people, to be engaged and to have interaction with others, to know others, to have others know us. This is part of what it means to be human, to be fully human. Today, I want to explore the present of presence. The presence of presence. Because presence is such a gift. It's such a precious gift to know presence. And I want to explore three simple points about presence. Now, first of all, is God's presence. That's obvious. I doubt that We would be here if we weren't interested in something about God's presence, right? I mean, that's why we come on Sunday mornings. We want to know something about and experience something of God's presence. So you're probably here for one of three reasons. Obligation. Or you're here to pursue your faith in God or your struggle with your faith in God. Or you're here for community to find your place among others with a sense of Christian community. I hope you're here for more than a sense of obligation. (laughs) I hope that you are here because you long for an inkling, some sense of God's presence. I suspect that almost everyone here in the sanctuary today has experienced God's presence. Perhaps it was in nature, perhaps it was at a sunset, some beautiful experience in nature, or maybe even during a a thunderous storm, you experience something of the power of God. But I, I suspect we've all experienced something of God's presence somewhere along our life journey, and probably a lot more than once. Some subtle ways some powerful ways, some momentary glimpse, and others for a period where God's presence seemed to linger. And if we're honest, there have been times in our lives when we have not felt much of God's presence, and that's part of the human reality as well. The psalmist in our text that Roberta read for us says, you show me the path of life in your presence In your presence is fullness of joy. In God's presence, there can be fullness of joy. Now Christ, we believe as Christians that Christ most fully embodied God's presence. And so one of the ways that we come to know God's presence is through Christ. We read about Christ. We learn about Christ. We try to integrate Christ's teaching into our lives. We sense something of God's 
presence when we open ourselves to a relationship with Christ. But that's not always easy. Sometimes it's more in our heads than it is in our hearts. Sometimes we, we think about God's presence in sort of an abstract way as though God were some distant, remote figure whom we can't really know personally. But we can come to know God more personally through a relationship with Jesus. Now, all this seems obvious. It's part of what it is to be a Christian. But when you really, really know that presence, you realize what a present it is, what a gift it is. To have be present in your life, a presence that matters, a presence that makes a huge difference in who we are and how we respond to all that comes to us in life. So I just want you to take a moment and think about one of the most important times in your life when you felt or longed for the presence of God. Just, just take a moment in your mind's eye and, and try to be in touch with that time when you really felt God's presence. And if you didn't feel it, how you longed, how you ached for God's presence. Can you do that? Can you just think of that, that time or experience in your life when you were considering that or when you were feeling it? Let me get to the second point I want to make, which is the presence of others. Because maybe, maybe the way you have felt God's presence most in your life is through the presence of others. Other people who are important in your life. Everyday experience can be a time, an occasion to say that I felt God's presence through so-and-so. I felt God's presence through so-and-so. You know, maybe Justin or Julia, whomever it was. After we were with that person, we walk away and we think, my God, (laughs) my God, God was present. God was present in that encounter with that person. Have you ever had that experience where you're with somebody and and after you leave that moment, all of a sudden it just overwhelms you that somehow God was present in that encounter, in that relationship. I know I've had that experience. And it can be very powerful. When you know that God has used someone else, that God uses someone else, their presence and their hands, their lives, to touch you. So the present of presence can come through others. And this can be especially true when we're comforted. If you've ever gone through a difficult time in your life, a really difficult time in your life, could be a death, could be a divorce, could be a job loss, could be the news of some horrible illness, or something happening to somebody very close to you in your life, and you're devastated, and someone is with you. The presence of another during a very difficult time. 
And when someone just sits with you and listens, just listens, sometimes they don't say anything. They're just with you. And their presence is enough. Have you had that experience? I know I have. I've had that experience where someone is just with me in my pain, in my struggle, in my confusion, my doubt, my difficulties, whatever it is, and someone has just stayed with me for a while. And I feel this amazing presence. But even when I question whether God is there for me, I realize that God was there to me in that other person. Not that the other person is God, but the other person allows God's presence to flow through them and they allow themselves to be used by God to offer a true, caring presence. In a way, each day and each encounter that we have can be an opportunity to meet or miss God's presence in another. Because God often takes human hands and human hearts to touch us. And we too can be a presence of presence to others without even knowing it when we extend ourselves in love. The third point I want to make about presence. We have God's presence. We have the presence of others. And then we have what I'll call absence presence. Presence in absence. This, to me, has been one of the most profound forms of presence that I've ever experienced. Absence presence. Maybe you've had a friend, a close friend, who moves away. And all of a sudden, in their absence, you find that they're with you in ways you never knew before. Maybe... A loved one either moves away or dies. And all of a sudden, they're present to you in a way you had never realized before. That was true with my own father. I just graduated from college. I was getting ready to go to seminary to learn all the things you have to learn to be a good minister, right? And I lost my father. And up to that point in my life, I, I love my father so much, as every, many people do. But I had sort of taken him for granted. And after he died, he was more present to me than he was when he was alive, if that makes any sense. And so here on Father's Day, I call his spirit to memory as many of you can with loved ones that have been part of your life. And it's uh, still, all these years later, a very powerful sense of his spirit. And as I was reading all kinds of theological books and discussing all kinds of things in seminary and taking all kinds of courses, nothing brought home to me more the resurrection and presence of Jesus 
than having learned this, this amazing thing about absence presence. Because I experienced it in a very real way in my heart with my own father. And I realized that's exactly what happened with Jesus. He was absent and yet more present to the disciples in ways that they could integrate and begin to understand and make sense of that they couldn't when they had the gift of his physical presence in their lives. Absence presence is such an amazing thing. And, um, you know, music or hymns can put us in touch with the memory of someone. At least they can for me, but I suspect for you too. A song comes on the radio or pops into your head and you think of someone. And um, hymns do that for me. Um, I think most of you know I love to sing. And um, one of my father's favorite hymns was Our God, Our Help in Ages Past. And we sang it at his funeral. And you know how much I love to sing. I couldn't get a word out. Tears just came down my cheeks. I couldn't get a word out. And I particularly was touched, and always am every time I sing it, with the fifth verse. Time like an ever-rolling stream Bears all its sons away They fly forgotten as a dream Dies at the opening day One hymn in your heart is better than two in the hymnal. Or as Ernie Campbell said, one hymn can put you in touch with more reality than five hours of television. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You see, every first Sunday of the month when we celebrate communion, this is what we do. Jesus said, remember me. And to remember someone is to remember them. It's to put their members back together. And when we put the members of Jesus back together in his body, we call his presence to mind, but we also remember that we are members when we put ourselves together, that we are the body of Christ. Absence, presence. And then in our New Testament text that Dee read for us, Jesus talked about sending, the Greek word is paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, that comforting presence that even can come in absence. Jesus promised to send the paraclete. Para is to come alongside and cleat is to call. And so we're called this this. Holy Spirit that's called to come alongside us and walk with us in the journey, in our pain, in our struggle. That's what Jesus promised in the Comforter. The one to be with us in our suffering and our sorrow. And Jesus said, I will not leave you orphaned without a parent. Because God is your parent and God will always be there for you.
So the present. The gift of presence. God's presence. The presence of others. An absence presence. A father received news that his son, a wonderful son, was killed in battle. And when he was with his pastor, he exclaimed, Reverend, where was God when my son died? And the minister said, Friend, God was just where he was when his own son died. Presence. Not to take the pain away. Not to change circumstances. But to be present. God, others, an absence presence. Oh, and there's one other thing about presence. Yours. You and I have the ability and the possibility to be present to one another. We can do that for each other. The problem is, so many times, we have other things going on in our mind. So like after church, since it's getting close to lunchtime, many people are thinking about where they're going to lunch, even though they're talking to someone. But there are thousands of things that can distract us. Different times of the year, the holidays, tax time. I mean, there are just a thousand things that can distract us so that when we're with somebody, talking to somebody, we're actually thinking about something else. We're even thinking about ourselves, our own needs, our own stuff. We worry about our stuff, our things. We're thinking about those. There are just so many things that can distract us. But the presence, the gift of presence is to be fully with another human being. I think the greatest gift you can give another person is to be fully present with that person. I know I fall short. I know I fall short. There are times when I'm distracted and thinking about so many other things. But I also know when I call forth and God calls forth my best self, I'm encouraged, I'm inspired to be fully present. So that maybe, just maybe, something of God's presence can be there in that encounter. Let's celebrate and give thanks and live out the presence.